Warning. Missing save form. Hey, it's Bernsey. And I'm Paul. And this is The Missing Save File, a video game podcast where we talk about the games we somehow missed the first time around. And today we're going to be talking about Super Mario Sunshine. Not Super Mario 64. And not, well, maybe a little bit though, and, and, and Super Mario Galaxy. But we'll get into that because your trip to Delfino was not on the GameCube, right? No, it was on the Switch in the uh, 20th... What, 20th? 35th anniversary? 35th anniversary? Super Mario's Super Mario 3 All-Stars. <laughs> there we go. And that's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still have my GameCube copy. I could I could go dust it off. But I was very happy that I uh, could play it on my Switch. So let's get into it. Mario Sunshine. Super Mario 64 introduced us to 3D platforming and laid the foundation for video gaming's mainstream leap into 3D. So following that up was always going to be a little difficult. Super Mario Sunshine released in 2002 and contained ideas from the scrapped Super Mario 64 2 and Super Mario 128, projects that never really got off the ground for the N64. It features a vacation gone wrong to the all-new location of the Isle of Delfino, as well as the introduction of the flood device, which, Paul, do you know what that stands for? Flood? Flood? <sighs> no, so you asked before, and I have absolutely no idea, and I've not gotten anywhere on it. So, <laughs> flood. So, the flash okay, liquidizer. Well, I was going to say forward looking. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Flash liquidizing. Forward looking underwater deployment device? I mean, you got device, so the there device you go. Device had to be the last, last yes. one there. The Flash Liquidizer Ultra Dousing Device. Oh, dousing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A device which also, by the way, has not been seen since, um, but was pretty fun. While not quite as historic as Mario 64, nor as wildly imaginative as Galaxy or Odyssey, it does remain a game with a soft spot in my heart as a not always appreciated, but incredibly fun 3D Mario game. And so, Paul, this was the one that you missed this time around, right? You had you had not played Sunshine before, correct? I had not. No, this is uh, one of those where back in uh, this era, I think we talked about it at the end of the last episode. Um, this was an era where um, the Xbox had come out, and, uh, and I didn't have a GameCube here until a bit later. I went back and played a bunch of GameCube, and by then, um, I just never picked this one up. And mm -hmm. it was also kind of not well received at the time, I feel. Or maybe that's just looking back. But um, yeah, I never played this one. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I It's funny you bring that up because like I remember that as well, right? That like this one was the one that like, you know, people didn't like. And I was kind of surprised that, you know, like looking back in Wikipedia, like it's largely like the scores are pretty good. Like I'm seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of A's, a lot of scores in the 90s. Um, 
you don't well we'll start with nintendo power nintendo power gave it a 10 <laughs> out of 10 there's a huge surprise uh <laughs> but its metacritic aggregate score is 92 out of 100 huh. uh oneup.com gave it an a um edge magazine gave it a 9 out of 10 uh egm gave it a 9.5 out of 10 uh famitsu gave it a 37 out of 40 so i think GameSpot was one of the more critical ones um eight out of 10 uh is where where that's the lowest <laughs> that is, one that i can is find very critical for a gaming review uh eight yeah. is pretty much a zero so yes you know. yeah so i think i think a lot of the reaction to this game at the time was what it was and what it wasn't um and i i think a lot of it kind of comes down to whether you love or hate the flood uh, to, yeah. to, to be honest, there's a and there's a lot of hindsight to this too, right? I, I think one of the things we'll talk about a lot is this is this is a, a huge different. It's not a hugely different game, but it's a very different game than just making Super Mario 64 2, which realistically probably would have been very commercially successful. Also, mm-hmm. um, and Mario games have a history of doing this, right? Um, I mean, Mario Two is kind of a weird one. Um, but there's there's not that many games throughout um, throughout gaming history that do this that have a successful game a widely successful game and I'd say let's change it up pretty much entirely <laughs> let's add flood right um, right and flood is not an endearing character and <laughs> you you don't like his why, little robot voice saying <laughs> why flood yeah, is a Mario. character is kind of mind boggling too. Because <laughs> um, look, you could have given Mario a water gun and a jetpack without having it be sentient. Um, yeah, yeah. There, there are. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I chalk that up to like, um, you know, just whimsy more than anything it else. Is like whimsical, sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's probably just, you know, it's everything's a character in a Mario game, right? Like. The the mushrooms are characters. <laughs> like that's literally what Toad is. Sure, is sentient running around mushroom, maybe in a diaper? Question mark. I don't, I don't know. It's like <laughs> it's a lot of like you, you get in you get into weird Mario lore, and you're just like, what are these things? I don't know. Um, so yeah, but I but point taken. I mean, Flood is is just kind of a okay, I guess. <laughs> I, I do want to say I do want to say you know a a, a soft I don't want to overpower the mic, but a soft clap for um, putting this one on me because when you were picking the games last time, I do remember you saying, you know, you were having trouble finding a game that I would like, and you said, well, let's just put this on you because you've been wanting to play Super Mario Sunshine, um, and <laughs> this is this is a game. This game is a game, you know. Um, capital G game. It's, it's weird, man. <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> one. I mean, I, I agree with you, but go on. <laughs> yeah, In it's, what it's, way? Boy, it's, it's a frustrating game. I, I, I want to jump to the end. I do want to say, am I glad I played it? Yes. Um, am okay. I, gonna, and, and am I glad I beat it? Yes. But man, there's some, the variability in the fun that you have while playing this game is, is large. <laughs> yeah. And is, is it because, what do you attribute that to? Cause I, I would, I would agree that it's a very, I don't, I don't know if uneven is the right word that I would use to describe it, but it's just, um, it's, I don't know. It's a tough game to figure out because yeah, like 100%. as you're playing it, yeah, it, it takes some turns and you're not it, always 
you're, I'm always kind of like, okay, I guess. It, like it the first time I played it, feels like well, and and that's like, I think an interesting one of like I wonder what it would have felt like to play in 2002 without all the hindsight of like Galaxy. And I think the 3D All Stars collection having this sandwiched between Mario 64 and Galaxy, then it's like perfectly clear uh, what this game is and what and and the stepping stone it is from Mario 64 to Galaxy because there's a lot of sunshine in Galaxy. Galaxy is a phenomenal game, um, mm-hmm. right? Galaxy is one of my favorite Mario games. Um, but all the stuff that made it to Galaxy is all the best parts of this. And all of the, like, not-so-great stuff. <laughs> they, they went ahead and just cut it, yeah. But it, it does very much feel, with hindsight, like a game that they had a few teams making. And maybe, like you said, maybe some of the ideas that they had, like, oh, we made 20% of Mario 64 2, like 20% of this Mario 128, and then yeah. we put two teams on making some other stuff. And then they just kind of like crammed it all together on this island. And so lots of things feel very different. Um, like the special stages, for instance. Um, just kind of feel like they're out of nowhere. And they're very and, different. And they're fun. Where do you, yeah, I was going to say, where do you fall in those special stages? Like in terms of how you react to them? So like I, maybe that's a good uh, microcosm of the game because I think that those are relatively fun. Most, I would say most of them are fun. Sometimes they're frustrating. But the frustrating part is that you have to go into a level which you have to find on a map and then you have to work your way through the level and find the place to go into the place where you go yeah. to the special stage. And if you run out of lives, you have to do all that again. Yeah, yeah. It's those those special stages to me, like as I was I was reading through this and like trying to figure out, you know, uh, just a little bit more of like how this game came to be. You know, it's impossible to tell without talking to anybody who's involved with actually putting the game together. But to me, it almost feels like the stuff that was left over from like 64 two or or 64 128 or either of those projects. It feels like it's probably those special stages, actually. If I had to pick one thing, uh, that would probably be what I'd point at. Um, Mm -hmm. and it almost Mm -hmm. feels like a tech demo, right? They're Mm -hmm. like, Hey, well, here's the thing. We haven't built the worlds around it yet. We'll just put a background. Um, there's no ground, there's no ceiling. Um, but here's the thing we could do. Uh, and then they never put the backdrop there, which isn't a problem, frankly, Mm -hmm. Uh, but Mm -hmm. it does feel different. Well, and the, the other thing that I think was just again, you're either like with it or you're not with it is, is not even just the idea of the flood as like a character, but just like the flood as a device, because the, the more that I thought about it, like it, it's taken me up until now to actually like play it again, go through it and go, Oh yeah, that is why that's kind of weird is like, it, it never struck me at the time, but it's like in any other Mario game, the flood would be a power up that you would sure. get and use for a period of time. Sure. Um, and, and in this game for whatever reason, Mario is like really hitched with the flood, like everything it revolves around the flood. And again, except for those special stages where like, haha, you know, shadow Mario took your flood. Ugh, and yeah, right. <laughs> now you can't use it. Why do you, why do you keep going to these holes in the ground, Mario? And then like not holding <laughs> on to flood when you do like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's a really weird. Yeah. I mean, maybe disjointed is maybe like a, a, a better way to describe it. Like, yeah, it's a, a good, it's a game. A yeah, it's like 
because it's disjointed in a lot of ways too. Like the way that, um, you know, the way that the game flows together is a little bit weird and nonlinear because I think they definitely tried to stick with like that castle idea, right? From Mario 64. Yeah, you got to find where... the paintings, right? You got to find the paintings to jump into them. But yep. they're, now they're paint, not paintings. Right. And then, you know, what you just brought up is a thing that had not occurred to me, but like even another layer of sort of keeping that disjointed. Like if this were a modern game, you would either just pick the levels or this would be like yeah. uh, one big open world that you would just kind of, you know, transition from from place to place. But like here, you've got to find the specific like paint area to get into the stage. And then to get even further, like you said, you've got to find then a hole within that stage. So it's like it's just levels upon levels that it's asking you to go down, which well, is really weird. And what we talked about in um, The Messenger last time, right? The idea of, um, boy, I forget his name, the demon that follows you around when you die. Um, uh, I'm also blanking anyway, him, and that, that little guy. <laughs> that yeah. At one point, like in one of the, he often says, like, we thought this was better than the outdated lives mechanism. Um, and the short answer is, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I think we've moved away from that in a lot of games. And mm -hmm. especially games that are essentially precision platformers um, where, you know, if I'm playing Celeste or if I'm playing, you know, th something like that, when you die, you go back to the place you just were and you try it again. And yes. in those special stages, it's like, well, if you die four times or however many lives you have, well, now you have to continue when you go out to Delfino Isle and you have to go back in the painting and back into the thing. It's just adding layers of process that is essentially, it's an old school idea, right? It's mm -hmm. like um, old school uh, Nintendo games like Metroid or like Zelda. Like when you die, you have to farm. Um, and it's just adding time to the game to add time, which is not necessary here. But. Well, and the the one thing that I felt like made those special stages more bearable is that hidden within the special stage, pretty much everywhere, somewhere near the start is a one-up mushroom. Yeah, and I think that's indicative of this, right? I think that's them recognizing this, but not not fixing having it. <laughs> not having the the wherewithal to say maybe we just get rid of lives, <laughs> right? You no, <know>? yeah. <laughs> maybe if to do this. We have to like hand, literally hand the player one ups on a platter sometimes that mm. maybe we shouldn't have one ups. <laughs> There's one, yeah. um, oh boy, it's a stage that's like a village, uh, it takes a village, uh, you know. Uh, and there's, <laughs> you know, like it does. It's there's so the stuff underneath it. Is it, uh, it's one of the later a, levels. You have to get yeah. a Yoshi and fly under the stage. Yep, I know exactly uh, which one you're talking about. On the and then it's a special stage underneath there, and kind of a harder, harder one too, um, or at least a more frustrating one. One that I had to try a bunch. Um, there's like literally one ups just on every mushroom <laughs> on the way yep. over there. That, that's, that's, that's an overstatement, not literally, but, um, <laughs> but well, but there's there's a ton. There's yeah. a few. There's more than one, um, which is to say that you could farm that every time you die, your life count increases, not decreases. Uh, it's like, that's, that's weird, um, that they sort of saw that, but didn't know how to fix it. Um, yeah. yeah it's also, I, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of dwelling on the special stages, but I, I think that's not the big thing. Um, the pinata village, by the way, pinata village, is, yeah. is what you're, what you're referring to. There's a bunch of bosses. So like the, um, piranha plant flower, the PD, right? That's gotta be PD. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and Wiggler on the beach. That like, 
you do something to them at some point. And then the game like puts this enormous red arrow, like animated arrow pointing to a spot on them that you're supposed to ground pound. It's like, man, if, if like, that has to be something that came up in play testing and it has to be like, if you have to put an enormous red animated <laughs> arrow telling the player what to do, then maybe you didn't explain the game well enough. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe yeah. that's a gameplay issue. And there's arrows all over this game um, once you start to recognize them. Because I think the first bunch of shines I got, I was very frustrated because I was like, I just have to like randomly explore. And then at a certain point, I was like, oh, every time I go into a level, if there's an arrow, I better pay attention to it because that arrow is telling me where I need to go. Because right. these levels, this level design is not clean necessarily. Yeah. And, and I think I, I even think of this last time, which I, I mean, I played, I played sunshine before this podcast. And I, I, I finished it uh, again. Um, and then I think the last time I had played it before this was like right around when it came out. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, which would have been, you know, 2002, 2003. Um, and, and like, I still remembered quite a bit from this game. Cause I mean, this game left a, a pretty big impression on me. I, because this was actually my first 3d Mario game that I played oh, to completion. Okay. Um, because I did not have a N64. The, the cube was mm -hmm. my, my first, you know, uh, Nintendo console and, and longtime listeners of the podcast will know that's because not because <laughs> I'm younger than, than that, uh, but it's because <laughs> when I was a kid, I, I had to borrow time on friends, you know, consoles because i wasn't allowed to have one you know when i was growing up but like i i really enjoyed it i i didn't probably appreciate all of its flaws at the time but like looking back on it now like i see all the problems with the game that that there are it definitely shows it's like we didn't quite figure all these things out to that level of nintendo polish that i think we sort of expect from nintendo but i think the reason why that makes it even more endearing to me is like I'm a big fan of the process, right? Like I love sure, like sure. looking at like ideas and seeing people figuring stuff out. And, and I think you nailed it in terms of like the pro progression of this game. Like you can draw that line from 64 to here to galaxy where it's like, this was the game where they're like, okay, so we figured out 3d platforming as a concept. Now, what do we do with that? Like now, where do we go with it? And like, this is, this game is like playing in that space, right? Like yeah. they didn't completely nail it, but they're just like, maybe try this. I don't <laughs> know. What about this? Super Mario sunshine colon taken swings. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, it is. They're, they're taking swings at it. And I, I think it's because like, you know, it isn't that like perfect level of nin Nintendo polish is why I sort of, I don't know, like in my heart of hearts, I just, I have a real like soft spot for this game because it's, it's uh, without this game, I feel like you don't quite get to, to galaxy. Oh, I, right? 100%. This, this is, yeah. Without this game, galaxy is not galaxy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's hard to, I don't know. It's, it's hard to hate this game, but I definitely, while playing it several times, thought I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, <laughs> And that's not to say that I hate this game now, but there were definitely times where I was not a fan. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, and, and, and I mean, I, I ran into some of those spots too, because there, there's they're... a lot of variability, right? There's some, there's mm-hmm. some shines where it's like you walk into the level and it's like literally 30 <laughs> seconds of work. You're like, Oh cool. I got a shine. You and then did sometimes it. Great. It's like, it's like 45 minutes later. You're like, Oh man, I finally got this shine. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a lot of variability. And yeah. I like the flood idea, right? I like having a water gun and a jetpack. Um, and I think the flood controls are okay. I think oddly the, the control aspect that is the weakest and, um, I bet you'd agree is probably the camera controls. Yeah. And, they haven't aged very well. And yeah. camera positioning gets trapped in a lot of weird places and they make mm-hmm. you do a lot of weird stuff in spaces where the camera can't really cope. Mm-hmm. And it's. It's one of those where, like, they, they were clearly trying to do this better than 64, right? 64's camera is very simple. It has, you know, steps. Um, and so it's clean that way because it's constrained. And this is a much more free camera, but it also then creates those problems. Right, right. Yeah, it's... Um... I, I think I think the other thing that that really floored me uh, about this game, and I think <clears throat> maybe there's hints of that in your yeah I hate this game uh, <laughs> you know and then don't hate this game, um, but I I think there are you know basically what you said the whole like I here's a shine here it is right here or you have to work for forty five minutes I can't think of another game that I've played recently that has this wildly variable level of difficulty. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I think I think that's probably what took people um, a little bit by surprise, too, because I, I think standard accepted good game design in quotes is the idea of this difficulty curve, right? That you have it doesn't have to be a completely consistent curve, but the idea that from start to finish, you are over time ramping up the difficulty and asking the player to be more and more competent. Um, so you go from like essentially teaching the, the pieces of the game to the player to then having them demonstrate by the end of it mastery. Right. And, and what's weird about sunshine is it's like, it'll go from <laughs> you can walk right to, <laughs> all right, flip off of this, bounce off of that guy, then jump onto this thing. That's also spinning two different ways. Uh, and then, you know, go over here. And like, as far as I can tell, that would be okay if that was like optional content, but there's not a lot of optional well, content in this game. And so that was one of the things that I did, I think that's one of, boy, a handful of things I Googled. I want to say that maybe three times I I went into Google for this one. Um, One of them was definitely, in in one of my early frustrated moments, I Googled, how do I beat this game? (laughs) (laughs) Not in in so many words, but. What do I do? um, I was like, what what, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? What do I have to do, game? (laughs) Release me! (laughs) Um, but the realization that unlike Mario 60, because I, I wasn't finding any doors that had a star with a number in it, right? That's what I'm yeah. expecting from Mario 64. Yeah. And the realization that I did not have any choice in which shines I could get or not get mm-hmm. was also kind of a oof moment, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yep. because I, I think the reason I was doing it was in one of them, I was like, oh, this shine is, is just trash. Do I have to do it? And then the short answer was, oh, yes, I do. Because mm-hmm. you have to get, you have to do seven missions in every world um, in order, um, full stop. 
and no other shines in the game matter. It's like, oh, that was both frustrating, but also somewhat freeing, I suppose. Um, Yeah. But that's a weird choice, too, because that Mario 64 is get what you want to (laughs) get. Open the doors you can open. Yeah. Feels like a pretty good model, you know? Well, and that's that's maybe another reason why. And again, it's it's I'm I'm gonna probably sound like a sunshine apologist, and you know maybe I am. I, I don't know. I, I, no, I would love to hear the things. I I honestly would love to hear like the things you you really like about this, or the things that, um, even with looking back to two thousand two, like what things really got the hooks in you. Well, and I, I think it's uh, I I think it is the fact that it is it's probably the last Mario game that has to, to be honest, sort of the, the chutzpah to just kind of ask you to do that, right. To fold its <laughs> sure, arms sure. at you and say like, you got to do this Too or bad. you're not beating the game, you know? Right. <laughs> and like the, the part of me that grew up bashing my head into, you know, stuff uh, when I, when I found like super Mario lost levels on my aunt's like, SNES mm-hmm. um and and just I was like oh like this is hard Mario like it's it's kind of I think it's it's why to this day I still like to come back to it because it is it's technically challenging in certain areas in a way that's not present in a lot of current Mario stuff I mean there are there are ways to you know improve your movement tech and like speed optimization strats and all that kind of stuff but but just generally as an experience I would say Galaxy, Galaxy 2, and Odyssey do not have the difficulty spikes that Sunshine has and asks you to go through. Maybe Galaxy, but certainly not Odyssey. Um, And if there are spikes that are are lesser, I would agree with you a lot. Um, Yeah. I think I like Galaxy... Well, I do like Galaxy more than Odyssey because I think Odyssey is a lot more... um, That that, that difficulty is reduced in a lot of ways. That, Mm -hmm. That they have made a game that is bigger and has a lot more options and like by all rights is a much more deep game but in a lot of aspects is also easier um Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah i think one of the things about the difficulty though too is that there are times when the there are times when the game is difficult and then there are times when the game is just punishing Um, (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. where a lot of the platforming and actually rico it's rico harbor is the one with the like ships and stuff I think Squid yes. Races, that's Rico Harbor. Yep. Um, because I think that one stands out a lot. You have to do a lot of platforming on these, um, I guess, catwalks or whatever, up to the top in a few different ways. And it's like relatively precise in that the camera's in weird spots and it moves. And you have to be walking. And it's like every time you slip on one of those or get hit by an enemy, um, you fall down back into the water. And it's like, oh, I have to do all yep. that again. Um yep. But that's also where the squid races are, where you like ride a squid into a, another one of these these holes, um, and then you have to race through this like go kart course. Essentially, it's an indoor like river course. Yeah, I think their inspiration is like you know the flume ride or whatever yeah. from like a lot of theme parks or something. But it's one of those where like oh, and and this happens in other things. It's not just the squid. It's like oh, you touched a wall you died. (laughs) (laughs) You're done. (laughs) One life, please. And it's like, wow, that's punishing. Like, that's a choice. And it's a timed race. 
think if I touch a yep. wall and I slow down and burn a second or two, I'm probably going to lose the race eventually anyway. But to just yeah. like touch a wall and die is so punishing. It's yeah. so brutal. Um, the same with the boats, right? Um, we'll talk about the last level maybe separate, but um, the longest part of the last level is trying to figure out how to ride a boat without touching a wall. Um, <laughs> that um and, and that one this time around i had either completely suppressed the memory of that or or i just maybe i never got there i'm pretty sure i beat this game back in the day but i don't know but i i had kind of forgotten about that and then realizing like what you have to do that is one of the things that i oh, used where i'm like how do you control the stupid boat so, <laughs> i did not google that one right but i remember like i was standing on the front of the boat right pointing flood left like spraying water off the left side of the boat I'm like this should turn me back center right right and mm -hmm. the boat would do any random thing it wanted to do sometimes <laughs> like moving forward and left I'm like what what like what is the secret sauce behind this boat mechanic that i am just not getting um and so the last level the which was fun was a lot of just like okay an inch forward this way. Now let's make sure I can get through this, these next two. And uh, yeah. that, that boat ride was, was frustrating, but, but I, I think that speaks to some of the control issues and, and some of the choices they made on that. One of the other things I Googled, um, I still have open because I thought it was so hilarious that I was Googling it. And let's talk about vertical and horizontal screens. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Because if you, I'm just going to read this. This is on IGN. Um, vertical screens. When climbing a vertical screen, you can do a few things. By hitting the A button, you will jump backward off the screen. Press the B button to punch enemies on the other side of the screen. You can also use the B button to punch those revolving gates, right? Yep. Horizontal screens. The controls are different when hanging from a horizontal screen, so pay <laughs> attention. The B button releases your hold and lets you drop. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what punched things before. Yep. When you reach a horizontal revolving gate, you could go up through it by pressing the A button, which before <laughs> made you jump off instead of pressing the B button. It's like, so there were a handful of times where... I was like doing one of those and I'd be like, oh, cool. I'm on the grate that it just took me a minute or two to get up to. I'd press the button I thought was the punch and I just jump off um, or I'd be <laughs> hanging. And I'd press the button I thought to punch and I would just drop to my death. And so yeah. at a certain point I was hanging from, I was hanging underneath a grate and I thought I'm going to set this game down and I'm going to Google which button I need to press on this. Control mm -hmm. pad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that does not feel good. Yeah, that's very clearly, I think, an example of someone who uh, designed that in a vacuum and folded their arms uh, and said no, <laughs> yep. no to, to any feedback. Because once I and that's a that's a perfect example of like, again, just a glaring flaw, because you're right, that's that's pretty weirdly inconsistent. But like once I realized in both cases, jump is jump. And what you have to realize is jump. when you're hanging, you're jumping up yeah. through. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I get it. I don't agree with it, but yep. I get it. <laughs> well, and I think that's where I got to, too. I was like, okay, I see what they're saying, but without yeah. them laying that out and saying, okay, listen up, we screwed up, 
Just keep in mind, jump is jump. <laughs> That's what Flood needs to say after you fall one time. Be like, hey, Mario, by the way, remember, yeah, jump Mario. jump. Mario, <laughs> hey, hey, listen. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. And that is, uh, that is another parallel that I didn't realize until just now when we're talking about the Flood voice is that... Um, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know what Nintendo's obsession was with having <laughs> annoying sidekicks who are like, Hey, oh, Hey, and then not giving you useful information. Oh man. It's, I, yeah. I like Bowser Jr. too, to toss that out there. I don't think we've talked about Bowser Jr. in the slightest, but, um, Oh yeah. I don't know why he had to be a weird shadow Mario. Yeah. That reveal was very much, it was, it was really Scooby-Doo. Uh, and it was also just like, okay i guess like yeah. why he couldn't have just been I, I wonder if that was nintendo playing with that because well, i believe this is the first time we actually see a bowser jr yes right? well you have this the kids in mario 3 you've got the koopa kids but none uh, of them were actually bowser jr yeah um and i think i mean he's a cool character i like him i wish he was more games frankly i mean he's in bowser fury he uh, is in bowser fury yep yep but yeah the reason that he's Shadow Mario for a bit is because they have to set up the um, 45 minute procedural court drama that starts the game, <laughs> which is such a weird <laughs> CSI Delfino is a weird place to start that game. But there we are. Yep. And for a game so light on story the rest of the time, the fact that they have like a pretty long cutscene to start it off is also kind of weird. An unskippable mm-hmm. cutscene. Mm-hmm. I say. Um, that Mario goes to jail. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to forget because this game is so like bright and colorful and like, Oh, we look at the tropical paradise. It's easy to forget that there is a weird, like kind of batshit crazy story, like wrapping all of the events that are happening. Let's be fair. Mario (laughs) is not doing this to save princess peach. He's doing (laughs) it as court appointed service. He's, he's doing this at, for punishment for a crime he did not commit. <laughs> That's very much like um, reminds me of a scene in the office when uh, when Ryan comes back after being disgraced oh, yep. and uh, he's having a conversation with Jim and he's like, well, you know, I don't need a judge to tell me to clean up my community. And then his response is, but he did, though, he right? Did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to Mario. I mean, oh, the man. judge is like, you got to go clean this crap up. Well, uh, and it's it's like the idea is he's collecting these shines to give them back to the, the Delfino Islanders. And which makes the blue coins even weirder. We haven't talked about blue coins at all. But mm-hmm. the blue coins, right? I'm You're out there collecting blue coins. And then you take them to someone, um, one of these people on Delfino Island who has already found a shine and you <laughs> buy it from them so that you can give it back to them. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. Which, <laughs> like, if you think about it, I mean, maybe that's Nintendo to making a commentary about, uh, oh, you know, prisoners being used for, for labor and the amount of money that they're getting. <laughs> like, it, it is very strange. Yeah. So, somehow, somewhere, there's somebody on this island who is sitting on a, just a freaking large stock of these shines. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're just like, I'll give them to you, but you got to give me some cheddar. Yeah. I got to make some money. Got to make some money. <laughs> Toad, Toad never charged you, man. <laughs> Toad never. It's because Toad's a bro. Toad's <laughs> like, hey Mario, I found this star. You want it? Like, yes, I do. Because I need to get out. <laughs> I'm doing prison time for this, <laughs> Mamma Mia. <laughs> uh, I, I will say it is. I, I 
deeply enjoy though, and this goes back to your talk about process. I deeply enjoyed that Nintendo was willing to go out there and take a swing on something totally different. Um, yeah. And again, I, I was trying to think of other games that have done this. Um, as, Adventures of Link, right? Zelda 2 is a very clear example um, yeah. of a game that, you know, <laughs> that is, I like, I like to Link 2, um, but is, is often not uh, ranked highly in Zelda canon. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mario 2, right, is another one where, again, it wasn't their intent to do something completely, totally different. They just ripped off a different game, reskinned it, but it's a very different game. Mm-hmm. There's not tons of those out there, right? There's not many games that are willing to do this anymore. Um, like maybe Halo 2, where he plays the Arbiter a little bit, which yeah. itself was kind of like weird and not not great. Um, but most games, when they have a super successful model like this, as successful as Mario 64 was, the temptation to just put out Mario 64 2 has just got to be so big right right and that's clearly the safe play and i think if they had i mean that's what's interesting too is like i i just i look at sunshine and like sunshine is one of those it's why i'm really actually glad we're doing this podcast right because like sunshine is one of those games that like you hand to somebody and they ask like oh is this really good and you're like it's important, <laughs> you know, like, and that's kind of where I <laughs> don't ask questions. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Just, just play this. Just play just Mario play. Sunshine. <laughs> because it's like, it's such a difficult question to answer. Is it good? Like, cause it's at the end of the day, I would say like, I, I really love this game but I also sometimes hate it. And I think that's why it has value Um, because it's just, it's this weird, like stumbling around in the dark, like post 3d like period that like games in general were just at like there, there are titles in this, in this time frame. I would say late nineties, early two thousands where, you know, the, the people have figured out, 3d games for the most part, but they're trying to figure out how to really like take them to the next level because you do still have a lot of games that have issues with camera at this point. You know, we pointed this out with sunshine, but it's not isolated to sunshine. Like everybody's trying to solve these problems. And this is like Nintendo's stab at it that like, okay, we've proved that 3d gaming can work. How do we master it? You know, and this is, this is their attempt to, to, you know, put together something that, that they're like, we're going to, we're just going to try stuff. And, and some of this is going to be really awesome. And some of it's going to be great. And some of it, eh, well, you know, it's, it's in there, you know? Um, and, and I, so I think that's, that's why I like it. It's just a really interesting, like, look at where gaming was in 2002 and how we got from like there to here, you know? I, I think as a sandwich with the other two in 3d, uh, all stars, it works really well too, because right. I mean, Mario 64 is dated to be sure. Um, but it's a solid game. And if you've never played any of these, like, man, you gotta play 64. Um, mm-hmm. but then this is that step and you're going to be frustrated. You're probably going to want to stop playing this one at times. Um, power through it. It's a good enough ending, I suppose. <laughs> Bowser's dead, yeah. I guess for some reason, <laughs> Bowser's, yeah, you know, he's, weird, he's in a bowl of tub. soup. Or something, okay. yeah, or, or yeah, I don't, I can't quite um, figure that one out, but it's interesting. And then, uh, and then, Galaxy is is such a good game. Like beating this game made me want to play Galaxy so much more. 
for, mm-hmm. for I mean a host of reasons, but Galaxy is such a good game. And like we said, can't get Galaxy without this. Yeah. Yep. Is, is Yoshi in Galaxy? I don't think he is, is he? I, I think he showed up in Galaxy 2, right? Maybe I Galaxy think, 2, okay. I think he was in Galaxy 2, but I don't remember him being in Galaxy. But it's been long Yoshi enough. And, uh, what do you think he, about Yoshi and Sunshine? We didn't talk about Yoshi. <laughs> he, like, can, can we just call out juice, okay? Can we just, like, the juice meter? Like, and, and like, what's so weird to me is, like, Yoshi has the, like, it's... It's them clearly like uh, again another another reaction like uh, this game is all a reaction to what came before it almost because like what's one of the things that wasn't in Mario sixty four well Yoshi right yeah. so they're like well we got to put Yoshi in there um, and I think this is them again grappling with the idea of like what does Yoshi mean in a three D <laughs> Mario is, game what is Yoshi what is Yoshi yeah and like I. I I like that he's there and I like that, that they've integrated him in the way that they have, which is like, I feel like Mario world, the difficulty with Yoshi was like, once you had a Yoshi and knew where to farm Yoshi, it was like having a free hitbox, right? Like you had one, you you miss a jump, you just jump off Yoshi. Exactly. You set him down into the pit. You, you want to keep your cape, but you don't uh, want to have another. You're like, yeah, you have Yoshi tank a shot for you. No big deal. So, like, I like the fact that they involved him here as a like a more puzzle element where pretty much every presence of Yoshi is there to get you to a spot where you have to melt whatever that is that's covering the pipe or, or, a, or a hole in the ground or something with his weird acid stomach juice <laughs> or something. Um, so I, I like that. I just don't I don't know. I, it's 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 weird for me like it's it's like every other choice in this game where you're like okay i see why they did it i'm just not sure it's 100 percent successful yeah i'm maybe, glad he's there again it's maybe one of those where like you know it's not much it's like three four percent of the game maybe um yeah and somebody spent time designing that maybe in isolation <laughs> like right somebody's just like okay you take care of yoshi and when you're doing Yoshi stuff, it's going to be Yoshi stuff. When you're not doing Yoshi stuff, well, Yoshi's not in the game. Right, right. Well, it's, it's funny you mention that. With. I don't disagree with that, like, you shouldn't always have a Yoshi. But, yeah, it's Yoshi levels. It's the same as special stages. It's, it's almost siloed off. I will say one of the one of the bonus things that I, I did put my controller down in frustration was um, there is a Yoshi puzzle that's in the main Delfino Plaza. And in order to get him to where he needs to be, there's, there's a pipe on an isolated Island uh, somewhere on the, this opposite side of the Island. And in order to get him to where he needs to be to melt the juice on the pipe, you've got to do this boat ride sequence, (laughs) which is the most annoying pain in the ass thing that, because it's like Yoshi, somebody made the decision that Yoshi not only can't swim, but evaporates if he touches <laughs> oh, water. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Which is just baffling. <laughs> like, it's just like, why, like, why does he like, huh? Like what happened? He's just like, wah, 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 and then pfft, he well, just he de-reses. Into, like, dots of, yeah, he de-reses. Yeah. That's what he's <laughs> yeah. They yeah, take just, him off the game grid. <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's the game show. It's like, I don't even see the code anymore. You know, now I'm, I'm stuck on the grid. Get me out of here. Um, yeah. And, and I, I missed like, cause you have to make very deliberate jumps and there's one like halfway, like trade-off that you have to make from boat to boat that it's like, if you miss that jump, you're in the water. And I just, I put the controller down and I went, 
you know, and then, <laughs> and then walked out of the room for a minute because it's just, yeah. The, and, and going back to that whole idea of it's punishing, right? It's, it's one of the last games that's, that's probably Nintendo hard, right? Like that, yeah, that yeah. holdover from the eight bit and 16 bit era where it's just, it's a game that will just knock you down because it can <laughs> and say like, yeah. Nope, you got to do this. Good luck. It's interesting that they didn't do anything in the remaster. Like I, I get why they didn't, but it would be, Boy, it would be an interesting to have a menu that just lets you turn some things on and off. Because if there was just a, a configuration menu that ju- just said lives, <laughs> hey, yes, no. Mm, yeah. And you could turn that off. Um, game's a whole bunch better, right? The, the game is a ton better. Um, it, yeah. it would play a lot smoother. It doesn't change anything about the game, but it would play a lot smoother. Yeah. Um, and just there are no lives, there are no one ups. <laughs> just play until you don't want to play anymore. Um, right. And that's, and that's, it's really interesting too, because like, I think, I think this is probably the last Mario game that, that has formalized lives. Right. I mean, does, did galaxy do away with them? Right. I'm not even sure. Maybe <sighs> trying to remember. Cause like, I, I know now, like I think Mario Odyssey's solution to that was you die, you lose coins. If I remember yeah. correctly. Um, and that's like, you know, whatever, but you don't actually ever see a formalized game over screen, I think. And like, this is, this is before they made that realization, right? That effectively, like, since you have infinite continues, why put you through that process? I mean, the only reason for lives is to have continues. And the only reason for continues Mm -hmm. is either to have the game be set up so that you can do one continue clears or so that you could have it in an arcade and you could be, every time you have to continue, you have to put in a quarter, right? Right. Um, it's where that's coming from. It's like, yeah, we're past that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, just another example of how it's like from that time that we learned that that like, it's just, you know, that structure is there because, well, that's video games. Mm-hmm. And like, that's before we realized we were to a point where it's like, yeah, but does it have to be, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I will say, so that, I um, Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, no, g- go ahead. I was, I was mostly finishing a thought. <laughs> I, I, w- I will say that uh, when you said Yoshi and Delfino Plaza, um, the thing that came to mind is um, I did have to Google the other thing I Googled. And that might've been the only three things I Googled. I could not find one of the levels. Um, and I, I think it might've been that last one, the um, Pinata Village. Um, it's the one where you have to get a Yoshi and then go on top of a building and there's a pineapple in a pipe and you have to eat it, even though it's like mm-hmm. times larger than Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had seen that pineapple and I just thought it was like a decoration on top of this building. <laughs> okay. Yep. And there's, they're really not telling you what to do to find these levels. Like they do once or twice. Deb's alert. Uh, also what in the world is Deb's, but. The Delfino, um, Delfino emergency Island broadcast system. Broadcast. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I was able to piece that together, but at the same time, why is that in the game? Right. Um, but they're like, the lighthouse is wrong or something, blah, 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 and something else. And there were a whole bunch of depths alerts that Shadow Mario had stolen something um, that I just ignored. Cause I'm like, man, Shadow Mario, I don't, I, it's not time. I don't care. <laughs> You'll still be there when I finish this level. <laughs> Well, and that's what's really funny, too, is like they're alerting you to Shadow Mario. And it's like, well, then why am I doing all the stuff that Shadow <laughs> yeah. Mario should be cleaning up? <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, I'm glad you played it. I'm glad you got through it. And I'm glad you uh, don't actually hate it. Um, I'm happy I played it. And, and yeah. like you said, maybe that is the answer. Are you going to deeply enjoy it? Maybe. Are you going to have fun? <laughs> maybe. Is it going to is it important? Probably. Yeah. 
Yep. So, and it's part of a three game pack now. So if you, if you're not satisfied with that one, you can just play some Mario 64 and, and uh, Mario galaxy. I'd say played in the middle though, because you want to, you want to have a nice uh, uh, appetizer and then a nice dessert after this one. So. Yes, absolutely. So um, that is, uh, I think that does it for our conversation about Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, did we get it right? Did we miss some stuff? Uh, let us know. You can find us on Twitter. We're at Missing Save File. Or you can also find us facebook.com slash Missing Save File. Our website is missingsavefile.com. Uh, we're going to take a short break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to do just a little bit before we get out of uh, talking about the game we're going to play next time. So if you want to follow along and play with us, uh, stay tuned. We're going to make that call. Uh, what's coming up next? right here on The Missing Save File. This is the missing save file. I'm Bernsey and uh, Paul is here with me. I believe last time you, you sort of, you, you laid a hint that you wanted to play this game. Uh, and so I, I very gladly obliged because I, like I said, I think it's an important game to play. So uh, it was my pick last time. So I, I picked this Mario sunshine. So it's your call, Paul. You got, uh, you got a full carte blanche. What, what are we, what are we playing next time on the show? Yeah, so I've been thinking about this one for a bit, and um, and at a certain point, when I started to, to, to sort of put together my notes on Sunshine, um, and one of the key things that uh, one of the key things I think a uh, takeaway from Sunshine that that idea of it being important is this idea that Nintendo was willing to take swings, was willing to put out a second game so different from the first, um, is really important, and I really do wish more companies did this and I, I think the risk is higher these days because games cost more to make and blah 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 but sure yeah um when i started to put together that list of like boy what games have done this uh the, the choice for you for your next game uh there was nothing else i could pick there was there was absolutely nothing else i could pick. <laughs> i don't know if i'm excited um, or nervous or both <laughs> no you should be excited because okay. um <laughs> I didn't mention this in the earlier when I said, you know, Zelda 2 and Mario 2. I did not mention the other low-hanging fruit in that set of games that vastly changed the, um, the widely successful thing it did in the first one. And that would be Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island game. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Instead of being Mario in one of the most successful Mario games ever, um, instead of being Mario, you are Yoshi, the dinosaur, and you have to carry baby Mario. <laughs> to find baby Luigi who's been stolen by comic uh, the flying wizard thing and um, you get baby Bowser instead of Bowser Jr. Yes. And it is such a different game than Super yes. Mario World. But And remind me uh, Super we, Yoshi's Island Super Mario World 2 uh, that came pretty late in the SNES life cycle right? I think relatively. Um, yeah. Because I, I think it's it's a game that a lot of people really really love, um, but I think it also like it's it's not well remembered. Like I mean, ninety five, ninety five. Yeah, yeah. So it would have been sort of sort of late. 
Um, I, I'm trying to remember what the what the deal is with that. Yes, I've never played it. Uh, I've played mm-hmm. tons of Mario World. I never played Yoshi's Island. So I'm I'm excited. That's also on the Switch, right? It's part of the if you have Nintendo Switch Online, I believe it's. I believe it is. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's in there. So. Um, yeah, it's okay. a good game. I played this back in the day. Um, I forget if I just got it at launch in that era, but yeah, I played a lot of it. It's it's a good platformer, right? Okay, but it's very different, man. Yeah, it's, it's unimaginable the types of risks that Nintendo was willing to take with their flagship series in this era. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, and and traditionally, I, I mean they they've kind of shown a little bit of a pattern of that too with like super mario 2 and and like and now not so much right like we have we have flagship franchises that like aren't even heard from anymore that fans are clambering for because you know f-zero fans represent uh you know metroid fans still waiting for that prime four um you know star fox fans does this franchise still exist um, but yeah, back in the day, they were like, sure, whatever. We'll Star go Fox, to Dinosaur Island. Star Fox Adventures, that game where you had to run around as Fox. It was ripped off from a different game. And at the end, you get in your ship and fight Andros, even though you'd never been mentioned and you never had a ship. <laughs> and that kind Spoilers. of kind of set Star Fox on the path that uh, <laughs> that it's on now, which is uh, Annihilation. Oh, boy. Um, and you did say that you enjoyed um, Navi in Zelda and Flood in this game uh, yelling at you. So you'll enjoy the cries of baby Mario every time he is. Off <laughs> oh, good. I, oh, good. I look forward to that. So, <laughs> All right. Well, if you remember it fondly, then you can uh, join us for our conversation next time. If you've never played it, uh, mm-hmm. play along with us. Uh, we're, we're usually about a month in between podcasts. So uh, from the time you're hearing this, uh, you may have about that much time before we uh, before we talk about it spoilers and all um good pick i'm looking forward to it uh we'll we'll dive into that next time so until then our theme music was composed by tombo fry you can check out his stuff on his Bandcamp page or google tombo fry or look up tombo fry on youtube uh you can find us on twitter as i said before at missing save file facebook.com slash missing save file our website is missing tell a friend about the show leave a positive review on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, pocket Casts, stitcher uh other stuff i guess you can get podcasts on spotify now do do all those things but uh until next time i'm bernsey i'm paul don't forget your flash liquidizer ultra dousing device the next time you're locked up on vacation we'll see you next time